Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beat the House with your host here, Justin Everett, episode 79. Uh, getting all, getting started a new week here on Monday, and uh, it's just a, a, a wild, uh, a wild, wild, wild card weekend in the NFL um, with the action that took place, you know, yesterday between the Packers, you know, getting a big upset, you know, over the Cowboys on the road, uh, going to be getting sharing some thoughts, you know, with that game there, as well as the Detroit Lions getting a, a win and advancing to the divisional round in the playoffs, going to share some thoughts with that. Um, and just because, you know, we have the, uh, the NFL, you know, playoffs going on right now, there is still some really good NBA action, you know, that took place last night. You know, we had a, a great battle between the Clippers and the T-Wolves out in Minnesota, as well as the Kings and the Bucks in Milwaukee uh, when uh, Damian Lillard calls Dame time and hits the game winner there at the buzzer. And for the MLK, uh, Martin Luther King Day, uh, we have some great games in the NBA t- uh, tonight as well for Monday. Uh, have a best bet coming out of those games. And, you know, going to be sharing some thoughts, you know, with some matchups there. Um, and just, uh, you know, like I said, just a quick recap of yesterday's action in the association. So uh, with that being out the way, you know, let's get right into the show. But before we do, you know, if you haven't already, head over to Apple, Spotify, and do me a quick favor, drop a quick rate and review, subscribe to the show. Uh, the show's been doing really well here, especially in the uh, kicking off 2024 here in January, especially in NBA action went um, a five or six and one this past week. And just this past month in general has been red hot, you know, close to 70 percent. And overall for the season, you know, we're creeping up on 60 percent overall for the NBA season, as well as sitting at 55 percent for the NFL season. And, you know, our first, you know, two, um, you know, wild card uh, playoff uh, games will take place, you know, uh, tonight uh, between the Bucks and the Eagles as we have the Bucks. Plus three, getting the points there, as well as um, the game that was postponed uh, from Sunday to Monday night. Uh, the Steelers getting plus 10, taking on the Bills there. So uh, they postponed it, you know, because of the weather, obviously. Um, there was some um, gust of wind uh, reported for Sunday. There was around, you know, 50, 60 miles per hour. Um, you know, very tough, you know. Uh, conditions to play in as well as you know having stand, uh, uh, fans in the stands there so it was moved uh, to Monday night for the night but you know the weather's still going to be uh, pretty bad but just not as bad as it was on the day that the game was supposed to take place um, so hopefully you know we um you know the Steelers can stay within that number there uh, we're getting you know a lot of points getting 10 points with a very low total 37 38 um, so, you know, hopefully, you know, the Steelers can stay within that number, but let's get into the show, you know, for today. As, uh, those picks were already given out, you know, last week, getting the better of the number, uh, when, uh, when those lines dropped. But let's go back to yesterday and let's talk about what we saw. Um, you know, that's pretty much going to grab the headlines for the, the mainstream media shows, uh, the Packers. They go on the road at seven point dogs and get the win outright against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and I'm glad I did not, you know, follow, uh, you know, my first instinct and, you know, lay the points with the Cowboys here. 
as uh, you know, they just got off to a very bad start. Um, and it just seemed like, you know, they folded, you know, once they, you know, were faced, you know, some adversity going down, uh, 14, nothing quickly became, you know, 20 to nothing. And it's just going into halftime at 27 to seven and the Packers, uh, offense, uh, they just continue to roll, you know, led by Jordan Love. You know, he came in, you know, to the playoffs, you know, with a very hot hand, um, getting the win there last week of the season. Uh, to solidify their playoff spot against the Bears. And, you know, he just rode that right into Dallas and just continued to carve up that Cowboys defense in that secondary with his number one, um, you know, receiver in Christian Watson, you know, being banged up in this game, but gutting it out and getting out there on the field. But a big day from Romeo Dobbs as well as Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones goes for 118 yards. Three touchdowns. Romeo Dobbs goes for six catches, 151 yards, and a touchdown. And Jordan Love, very efficient day, 16 to 21, uh, 272 yards, three TDs, no turnovers, and a QBR rating of 99.3. And the defense, they also did a number, you know, on this Cowboys team. They, um, Put up, you know, 14 points themselves, you know, with some pick sixes. Well, they put up 14. Well, you can say you could, they contributed to 14 points on the board because they had a pick six off of Dak Prescott. And then Jair Alexander, you know, got the pick that set up uh, an easy score for Aaron Jones. So, you know, that's uh, 14 points off of turnovers there by that Packers defense uh, against the Cowboys. And, you know, Jerry Jones, obviously, uh, very visibly upset with how things took place, you know, um, at home in his billion dollar playpen, as well as, you know, the Packers making history, becoming the first seven seed, uh, to beat a, a second seed in the playoffs. Um, and Jordan Love without question has put, you know, to rest all the, uh, uh, the naysayers and criticisms about the Packers not having a franchise quarterback. And let's see what he does, you know, come playoff time. Um, and in his first full year as a starter, they, uh, you know, make the playoffs, go on the road, make history, getting uh, getting the win here at seven-point dogs as the first seven seed to get a win against a two seed. And uh, when you look at the Cowboys, um, you know, they have a lot of major questions, major problems that they're going to need to address in the off seasons, and there's going to be a lot of rumors and rumblings about, you know, Mike McCarthy as the head coach, although it's kind of hard to put, you know, the blame, you know, for, you know, at his feet, you know, for this performance, especially when it comes to to Dak Prescott, you know, with all the weapons that he has at his disposal, you know, the, the Cowboys, you know, they were averaging 37 points a game at home and, you know, they go into halftime with just seven points in the first quarter alone, you know, Dak Prescott for the first time, maybe ever, you know, has zero passing yards. It's pretty unheard of when you have guys like C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, um, their tight end Ferguson, and just the plethora of, of options that Prescott has at his disposal and um, just wasn't able to get anything rolling uh, there, you know, when the game was kind of still, you know, at uh, at reach there to try to get back in the game and, and do something there. But uh, the Cowboys defense, um, you know, they've – been uh, given a lot of credit for playing 
you know, lights out at home, uh, creating a lot of turnovers. They weren't able to do that, uh, you know, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, yesterday. And they couldn't stop the run game. They couldn't stop the pass game. You know, Packers receivers were running free, um, you know, all, you know, all day long, as well as Aaron Jones just carving them up on the ground as well. So kudos to the Packers. And it got me, you know, really nervous, you know, as they move on to the division round, they'll be going on the road to face my 49ers. You know, you know, those lines have been posted already. You know, we're seeing the 49ers as big as a 10 point favorite with the 49 total there. I think that's a lot of disrespect to Green Bay, considering how hot they are, you know, to end their season coming into the playoffs. This offense is clicking on all cylinders. Um, You know, there's a lot of history between the Packers and 49ers. You know, over the last handful of years, you know, matching up in the regular season as well as the postseason. So, uh, like I said, as a Niners fan, it makes me pretty nervous. And, you know, Brock Purdy, he, you know, he could be rusty coming into that game. Um, he didn't play the last game of the regular season. And, you know, you have the bye. So he's been off for about two weeks here. And, you know, going into, you know, next week's divisional uh, matchup with Green Bay, Um He's come out at the podium and said Kyle Shanahan has had a, a great plan, you know, put in place to, uh, you know, to not be as rusty with, you know, quarterbacks or teams that have been in this situation. But I guess time will tell, you know, once that game comes around next week. But, you know, I just think 10 points is just a, a lot to, to lay in this situation going up against a team like, you know, going up against a team like Green Bay as hot as they are right now. But, you know, the other game, you know, that took place, you know, uh, yesterday, the, uh, the Rams, you know, they get the win. I mean, the Lions get the, uh, get the win over the Rams as, uh, three point favorites. They didn't cover the number, but got the win straight up 24 to, uh, to 23. Um, the Lions, they get their first playoff win in 32 years. Uh, last playoff win dated back to 1993. Uh, which is a very long time. I believe I was about, uh, you know, six, six or seven years old. So, uh, that's pretty crazy when you, you know, put in the context like that. Uh, Jared Goff, a big revenge game for him. I know he wanted this one pretty bad, even though he didn't have to say it. And his teammates, you know, wanted it pretty bad for him as well. He goes 22 of 27 for 277 yards, one TD, a 74.6 QBR rating. Amon Ross St. Brown, who could, you know, have a case to be made that he was snubbed of the all pro team, you know, that was released, you know, heading into the weekend. He goes for seven catches, 110 yards. And the Lions, uh, advance to the, uh, to the division round. Uh, we'll wait to see, you know, who they'll be, you know, uh, uh who they'll be playing. But, uh, you know, this team has, you know, a uh, very dangerous, um, very dangerous team, you know, at home. Um, and, you know, the offense, you know, was able to, you know, put up just enough points to hold off the Rams there as it looked like it was going to be a shootout back and forth there, uh, you know, heading into halftime. But coming out in the second half, you know, some de- the defense, uh, you know, stood tall and, you know, made some key plays and key stops down the stretch and the the Lions, you know, moving on. Uh, it looks like Dan Campbell was the right hire for the head coach to turn around, you know, this Detroit team and and establish a, a winning competitive culture there with Detroit. And uh, Jared Goff, 
you know, being the quarterback there. So, uh, you know, congrats to them in that city. I know they've been starving and hungry, you know, for a, a good product on the field there out in Detroit. And they uh, finally got something out there with these, this year's Detroit Lions. So, uh, that'll wrap up the, the NFL talk recapping the weekend there. Um, already, you know, put out my thoughts and my picks on the two games for today between the Steelers and, uh, the, and the Bills. <clears throat> you know, we're back in the Steelers getting the 10 points as well as back in the Bucks, uh, getting three points, you know, from the Eagles. Um, I really like, um, I really like the Bucks to, to win that game outright. So I'm going to look to, you know, sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well. You know, the Eagles coming into this matchup, um, not playing their best ball, obviously one in five out of their last six games to, uh, finish out, uh, finish up the season there. And, you know, AJ Brown, um, you know, in the injury that he suffered against the Giants, the last game of the regular season. It's significant enough to the point to where he will not be playing, um, you know, tonight. And uh, Jalen Hurts is also going to be playing banged up as well, has a, a significant injury um, to his uh, middle finger on his throwing hand. So we'll see how that affects him uh, throwing the ball. But, you know, this team is very banged up as well as a, I believe, a starting safety for the Eagles in their secondary, which was a pretty weak unit, you know, from off the rip, you know, uh, assuming, you know, uh, everybody healthy. Uh, now they're going to be down, you know, uh, a starter in the secondary there. So um, Baker Mayfield did not have a great game against the Panthers to finish the, to finish their season, uh, but they were able to get the win behind their defense, uh, shutting out the Panthers in back-to-back weeks to close out uh, <clears throat> to close out their season as they look forward to the draft. Um, but, you know, I'm looking for a bounce-back game for Baker Mayfield. Um, there was some some throws that, you know, he missed downfield to Mike Evans. Uh, I expect him to connect on a few of those in uh, this matchup, you know, uh, tonight against against the Philadelphia Eagles and one of the weakest secondaries in all of football there. So, you know, those are the two picks that we have to, to wrap up the, the NFL wild card round there for the playoffs. So uh, let's move over to the NBA real quick and let's talk about, you know, some of the action that we saw last night. Uh, we had a winner there um, between the Pacers and the Nuggets. Uh, Pacers were catching 11 points uh, without Tyrese Halliburton. They stay w- uh, within that number. Uh, they lose 109 to 117. Um, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, you know, he's uh, obviously the phenomenal young superstar point guard for Indiana. And just over the last two years, you know, I have him worth about 7.8 points. I believe he's entering entering his prime and over the last couple of years he's averaging about 22 points a game 11 assists six uh six rebounds and he's you know right on the cusp of being a 50 40 90 guy while averaging less than three turnovers a game so he's very efficient takes very uh good care of the basketball and uh they were without him you know last night against the defending champs but the uh combination of TJ McConnell and Andrew Nimhart was, you know, I felt just enough for them to get through this stretch as he's looking at a return date to play, you know, somewhere closer to the end of the month around January 25th. But they still have a lot of, um, a lot of weapons, um, a lot of depth at the wing. 
And, you know, they can do it by committee at the point guard spot while Halliburton, while Halliburton is out. And I feel pretty fortunate to get the win there against the Nuggets as they didn't shoot. Uh, they're typical, uh, as, you know, typically as good as they have, you know, from the three-point line. And the Nuggets were able to shoot very efficient from the field as a team, uh, 60% from the field and 50% from the three-point line. But the Pacers made up for it in other key areas like uh, uh, second-chance points, uh, points in the paint, and I believe fast-break points. So, uh, you know, those were some key areas that were needed if they weren't going to be able to knock down the three-ball, and they were able to come through for that with the winner. Um, but the Pacers' defense is trending in the right direction over the last five games, and I think that was the biggest reason that uh, kept them in this game as well uh, and uh, gave them chances to climb back in it You know, once the Nuggets went on their run. Uh, over the last five games, their defensive rating is sitting at uh, ninth best in the league. Um, so if they can and continue to improve that, trending in the right direction, and uh, getting Halliburton back at the end of the uh, at the end of the month here, you know, they could really make a, a strong push to solidify a playoff spot and maybe look to avoid the play-in as they just play a great brand of basketball, uh, fun to watch, and uh, very hard to to to, to prepare for and defend. So, um, moving along to something else that stood out to me, like I mentioned earlier, uh, the T Wolves taking on the Clippers. T Wolves get the win there. Uh, 109-105. Uh, Clippers made a late push there in the fourth quarter to try to make it a ball game. Um, but T Wolves able to hold them off. Anthony Edwards, the young emerging superstar, goes for 33 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Kawhi Leonard goes for 26, nine and four. Uh, Clippers shot the ball well from three, but not overall well from the field. Uh, James Harden struggles from the field going four of 14. And Paul George uh, struggles a little bit as well. Uh, Russell Westbrook has a, a solid game coming off the bench with 10 points, uh, 13 assists, and a few rebounds. But made some key turnovers and missed some key uh, shots down the stretch, some some layups at the rim and stuff that uh, could have you know improved the Clippers' chances to 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 try to complete the comeback. But you know the T Wolves give credit to them in their defense. Uh, they are legit, and I've had a question about the T Wolves if they have if they had enough um, enough scoring going up against you know the elite teams, the title contender teams that they'll have to go through, and it seems that they have you know that they have enough in these matchups. You know, you see Anthony Edwards emerging and stepping up, so they continue to play that way. They're going to be a team that you have to deal with come playoff time. Uh, so that'll wrap up the recap, you know, from last night. So let's move along into the best bet, you know, that we have for uh, Monday. We have about 11 games going here. A lot of teams and some scheduling disadvantages on either some second end of back-to-backs, uh, some four games and six nights, five games and eight nights. You know, Monday is really a usually a hard, you know, uh, day to handicap in the NBA with a lot of scheduling spots for teams. But I'm going with uh, a team. Uh, 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 a matchup where both teams are in uh, a spot where they're playing three games and four nights and four games and six nights. So there is no scheduling uh, advantage or disadvantage either way in this matchup. And I'm going, I'm doubling down on the Spurs plus seven and a half over the Hawks. Now going back to last week, I backed the Spurs on uh, Saturday. Um, I got it. I bet it overnight from Friday to Saturday night. 
and I got five and a half. It closed six and a half, seven. So they covered the closing number, but they lost against my number. And uh, Victor Wimanyama, he sat out that game because of rest, which is pretty weird because they, you know, were on the second end of a back-to-back, but he played less than 20 minutes in the game on Friday night. But you know, he is removed from the injury report, you know, for tonight. So he will be back in the lineup, and he will be making a, a, a big impact in his minutes. Uh, still under th- that 30-minute threshold, but he puts up a lot of production when he's out there on the floor. But uh, just looking at Atlanta, um, this team seems to be, you know, very broken at the moment. Uh, they're just one and four straight up and against the spread over their last five games. And, you know, over their last two games, you know, they're losing. They've lost by an average of 23 points per game uh, while being favorites of six points or more. So there's been a lot of rumors around this team that, you know, some key guys can be, you know, on the move, you know, very soon, you know, with the trade deadline approaching, you know, next month. There's been guys in the trade deadline like DeJounte Murray is on his way out. There's even been some rumors uh, about, you know, what they would, you know, accept for Trey Young, as well as some other key guys on the roster. So I don't think that this team is, you know, that much interested in turning this around as there's just been a lot of, you know, like I said, rumors around the team and they just have not been playing uh, good basketball as, you know, it seems to that those rumors have taken a big effect on them. So on the flip side of that, you know, San Antonio, they maybe just be two and three straight up over their last five games, but they've been very competitive as a, as their five and no ATS, you know, over that span. And a lot like the, the Pacers defense, the San Antonio Spurs defense, it's kind of turning it around and trending in the right direction as well. You know, during this band, you know, they're improving, you know, their defensive rating by 4.9 points per 100 possessions, which is good for being ranked 10th in defensive rating in the league over the last five games. So I think that I think that continues. You add Victor Wimbanyama back into the mix. And I think the wrong team is favored in this spot. And uh, my numbers, you know, projected, you know, San Antonio to be a, a heavy, comfortable favorite. Uh, by 13.88 points. So I'm going to look to grab the points, you know, with San Antonio and also look to play them on the money line as well uh, to, to get, I guess you can call it an upset. Uh, the Hawks were in this situation a couple of games ago where they lay, where they were laying about seven and a half or eight points to the Wizards. And the Wizards got a wire-to-wire win as an underdog outright. So I think the Spurs are in the same spot here. So we're going to look to back the Spurs with the best bet for Monday night, plus seven and a half, and look to play them on the money line against a broken Atlanta Hawks team. So that's going to wrap up the show for me, guys. Like I said, there's going to there's some other great matchups when you're looking at the uh, Magic and the Knicks, as well as the Thunder and the Lakers. Uh, lean towards the Thunder, but they were in a uh, scheduling disadvantage, and also Shea Gilgis Alexander popped up on the injury report is questionable. So that's a pass game for me. So just right now, just the official best bet out of Monday is, you know, the San Antonio Spurs plus seven and a half um, over the Hawks, as well as the two Monday night best bets that we have to cash out. So pretty big, uh, pretty big Monday to start the week here. Let's look to be a, a profitable and get some, get some wins there to, to start the week off. Right. So, with that being said, guys, that's going to wrap up the show. I hope you enjoyed the, the holiday Martin Luther King Martin Luther King Day. And I wish you guys best of luck. And I'll have some more action to break down with the divisional matchups come Wednesday. And that's when I'll catch up with you guys. Uh, best of luck. 
Let's cash some tickets and I will catch up with you on Wednesday.